Okay. Hey, it's uh, Talk Comics to Me time. It's the comic book Bone Zone. This is eight. 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 We've made it to the eighth zone of Bonin. Uh, I'm Champ Champ in South Time. <laughs> I'm Heather. <laughs> I'll be your tour guide in this Bone Zone. We need one. We don't want to get lost. <laughs> yeah, no way. Uh, so we talk about comic books here. That's, sometimes yeah so, sometimes sometimes <laughs> we ramble about whatever the fuck is going on in our brains shows we've watched people we hate um i did i came across this video that was um was it us <laughs> no better um, <laughs> <laughs> it was movies that end the same with the same scene that is they open with Mm-hmm. Like an example was the movie 1917. Like the ending shot is the exact same as the opening one. Guess what was first on the list? I don't know. Gone Girl. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't know that because I didn't get to the end. Of, I didn't see the end of the film. I read the Wikipedia. I had no idea. So seeing it was like a little life changing for me. <laughs> huh. I don't even know if I saw the opening scene of Gone Girl because I feel like I was like reading something at first when it was on, like finishing up, like reading a comic or something and then finished my book. And then I was like, okay, it's into, into Gone Girl now. Here, let me see if I can recreate it here. I don't remember if she's laying down like this and she turns and her hair like falls across her face. And that's like how it ends too, except she's got her hair cut. Okay. Okay. It was something like that. Again, I don't know. <laughs> uh anyway, we're here to talk about our weekly comic books. Heather, are you are you ready to go? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, cool. Okay, so I have this uh one shot and it's called And We Love You. Uh it's a scout book. Um, and I do feel like I need to say this beforehand. This um I had to look up what the actual comic was called. Um, It's an epic, a brand new epic from the world of Commander Rao, which is a a scout title. I I had no idea. I didn't know what that was. I just saw it was a a one shot and was like, cool. Um, But it is basically about a young soldier who uh, dies on the battlefield during like a violent dystopian war and she begins to like bleed out all of her memories and it's the tale of like her life her death and love and I actually I, I really enjoyed this I thought it was really cool because in between like all of the scenes of her life like how she got started how she joined this war and all that kind of stuff it shows her like dead on the battlefield and like being buried in a mass grave by the enemy and like all this kind of stuff and it it was I don't know it was very interesting and the art was pretty cool because like in the present like this is obviously when she's dead it's like kind of grayscale and the only Mm -hmm. real color is like the blood but then uh the past when she's remembering things is like more yellow hued and stuff so I thought it was pretty cool Mm -hmm. and since I do know that Commander Rao is tied into this, that's one of the characters in this book. 
I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, is that in the solicit for that book? I don't remember. I had to look it up because I, when I finished it, I saw like the ad for it or whatever in the back for mm-hmm. that book. And I did notice that it was like the same team that works on it. And I was like, well, this actually kind of looks like one of the characters that's in here as well. So <laughs> I did have to look it up. And in the solicit, it, I on the Scout website anyway, it okay. says that it's the epic from the world of Commander Rao. But I don't remember okay. if it said that on actual like previews or not. Yeah. It feels like that's why I would not have gotten it. And it's also a scout book, which, you know, I don't tend to get. Yeah. Um, and they are hit or very hit or miss, but it was only one shot, which is also why I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't realize that it was $9.99. Wow. But, but it is 64 pages. That, yeah, it's pretty big. So yeah, it does. It does make sense. Come on. Uh, it it does. It does. It does mention that it is part of uh, Com- Commander Rao. Oh, it does. Okay, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. if it did or not. It's at the end of the of the solicit, but it does it does say it. Mm. Very good. Now we know. <laughs> okay, I guess is it my turn? Yes, I got a few books. I I layered on the books this week, um, but I don't have much to say. So this is The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. This is the hardcover deluxe edition. Um, it looks it looks great, to be honest. It looks, it looks beautiful. Um, and the back is some extra stuff with little interviews with Rand and Felipe. Uh, they are from like Panel by Panel, which is just like a little magazine that does like comic stuff. So there's like little breakdowns. Uh, there is a little breakdown on the letters, some like, you know, concept art stuff. And then, uh, you know, cover galleries, how, you know, how, you know, how this goes, deluxe editions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really cool opening by Fabio Moon that, like, I, I really, really, I really enjoyed, <laughs> enjoyed, like, quite a bit when I read it. I was like, damn, dude, that was, that was good. Um, yeah, you know, I love many deaths of Lila Star, and I just needed to, to own this hardcover, so... As always, I think I think you should read it. So if you get a chance, definitely pick it up. And I think a hard that hardcover is nice. It's a little bit bigger, so you can like get the art and it's full it's full glory. Um as Heather yells at this cat, I'm just gonna keep going. So I have Lady Margaret. This is a book by Michael Elizabeth Johnson. This is a local artist here from uh Omaha. I'm like tripping all over my words today. So this book, Lady Margaret, is about Lady Margaret and Sweet William, which is a traditional English ballad about two lovers of whom either one or both die from heartbreak. You start out with uh, being introduced to uh, her, Lady Margaret. The art reminds me a lot of uh, Trad Moore's, if you're Trad Moore fans. Uh, So a little like, I don't know, loose, I guess. and in this, there the pages are in black and white, but I really, I really enjoyed it. It's just like a really quick read and it's just, you know, just this little like Michael's take on this like ballad and how he sees it. And I, 
I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Uh, he also has a little zine. And I don't want to say like a publish, publishing company, but a zine like Patreon where each month you can get uh, a different zine made by a uh, trans artist. So I can't I can't remember like how much it, it is. I think it's like six to ten dollars. I don't I don't That's know. Not bad. That's really yeah. cool. It's not really not a bad price. Uh, it's called Wiggly Bird Mailing Club. So go look look that up. And then this is uh Mike selling this on his website. I think it was like $25. Looks nice. Little little hardness to it. And it's oh, yeah. supporting a local artist. So it's supporting a local artist in my hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh okay, so then next I have Cosmic Ghostwriter. This is issue number one. Uh this is uh written by Stephanie Phillips and then Juan Cabal does the art and then Espen Gutadrin does the colors and that's on one one story and then Jonas Scharf does the art on the other one and Arif Brianto does the colors on that one. Um just cosmic ghostwriter story. He's basically at this point, Frank is kind of like taking it easy and not doing like wild cosmic ghostwriter shit but there is a cosmic ghostwriter out there doing bad things so <laughs> being naughty yeah being naughty i actually like i really enjoyed it uh it didn't like lean too far into like too much silly cosmic ghostwriter mm-hmm. stuff kind of was like it had that aspect of it, but it was also kind of serious. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Enjoyed it. Art looked good. So if you like Cosmic Ghost Rider, I would suggest that. I'm done. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is Banshees. Um, we both have this one. Mm-hmm. This is uh number one. I think I only special ordered this one. I can't remember if I did or if I added. I feel like I I added. I was like, I feel like you added it it as well. Uh, Just a story, like a, I don't know, kind of slasher story. Yeah, it's like a weird slasher, like ghost story is what it feels like. Yeah, and there's definitely some 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 weird shit going on. Mm-hmm. I actually I didn't mind it. The art was all right, but the story was fun. Yeah, I feel like the art was very uh, standard for Scout books, which is mm-hmm. was really funny to me. Um, but yeah, just about a, a girl that ends up like going to college for psychology and she discovers that there were murders that happened on campus and so she's doing a little bit of research in the library which is classic for these kind of stories i like how the weird like i'm just gonna say pervert professor yeah (laughs) like is like immediately like oh okay this who this guy is I'm, i'm sure it's like some form of road to herring and if it's not then that's just bad 
he's uh, suspicious enough that I'm like, he's the one who's been keeping the bat away. <laughs> <laughs> because they can't be that obvious with it. You seem like a fucking freak. So, of course, you're not not the freak. Mm-hmm. I it's know what like, you do. I know how to write stories. The movie um, Urban Legend. <laughs> yes. Where you think that Jared Leto is going to be the killer at the end, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Shocked me. Got me. I was like, you tricked me. I thought for sure it was going to be him. <laughs> well, just Jared Leto is like untrustworthy as hell. So yeah, he's got sense. those weird, intense eyes. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> looking at them. Anyone with blue eyes like that who make it known that they have blue eyes, get out of my face. Can't do it. Okay. Uh, are you are you ready? I guess. Yes. Next. Okay. This is Phantom Road. Uh, this is issue number one. This is a new book by Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta, uh, and Jordi Belair. It's just a story of a truck driver who comes upon a weird situation on the road. Something suspicious. <laughs> and from. I don't know, little goo guys come up. Are they aliens? Are they ghosts? Are they some sort of supernatural creature? We don't know. This is the first issue and it does not explain it. And nope. And we I don't know. That dude just bashes the shit out of all of them. So I don't know if we'll ever know. <laughs> That's that would be funny if that was like it. And the rest of the story is him just being completely haunted <laughs> by this weird event that happened and like he refuses to go on that road ever again. <laughs> Uh, you're given more layers to like the main character and why he's on the road, I guess, and like who he is or the the things that he's dealt with. Um, I don't know. It was not my favorite first issue, to be honest. I really like the colors in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked how dull it looked. I thought that was really cool. Um, the art itself was. It was good. It was fine. I didn't mind it. I thought it fit the story, but I just wasn't too interested in. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I, I was unfortunately also not interested in the story. It's fine. I'll read the second issue because maybe that'll that'll bring me in a little bit more. Because I am they pick up. You never know. Yeah, and I am intrigued. Like I obviously want to know what's like happening. Put the like pieces in place, but. I do, the one thing that I really, really liked about it was, uh, spoilers, the end, how you have, like, this page where he's like, oh, we got to do something about it, and then you get Mm -hmm. thinking it's done, and then there's, like, one last page where that's when he's, like, surrounded by everything that he just brutally murdered with a crowbar. I thought that was really cool, the way that was done. They're basically like putties from Power Rangers. You know, that's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's all I got to say about that book, I feel like. Yeah, I don't have much more to say. Okay. So I'll just, I'll, I'll go. I think it's your turn. Who knows? Yeah, we'll just keep going. <laughs> um. I have Phantasmagoria. This is issue number five. This is also a scout book. I got a lot of scout books this week. Okay, I got three, whatever. Uh, but this is a Black Caravan book. 
through Scout. Um, yeah, this is issue number five. I'm not sure if this is the last one I had to look it up and I still didn't get any answers. Um, because this book, as I've mentioned, the last couple issues is way more confusing than I think it needs to be. And I don't know if it's just me or if that's just like how the story is written. But basically the two uh, wizards are working together to take down the uh, the demon. That's that's about what I got from it. <laughs> that's all. Um, I'll I'll do a little more research and see if there is any more. Um, I did take a liking to the art, which took me a little bit to get into because, uh -huh. as I'm sure you know, black and white, like just art like that, is very confusing on my yeah. eyes. But I think this story it looks really really cool like that because there's like so much going on like this is one of my favorite panels from this issue just thought it looked cool i don't know we'll see <laughs> i hope that's the last one because i didn't i didn't want to drop it because i i it is really cool yeah. but it is just all of the pieces that are moving at once was just pretty confusing for me so I'm hoping that if this is the last one I'm just going to go back and read it all together and see yeah. if it makes more sense that way it's fair we'll see I get it um okay I have a couple books that ended and then one one after that the Heather and I have that began <laughs> okay <Very> so that <laughs> So then I have Batman Robin. This is uh, issue number five. This like wraps up the entirety of like Lazarus planet stuff. Um, Robin defeats the devil Nezha, saves Batman, saves the world. It is done. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, it's like I didn't. I don't know it, I didn't hate this story but I didn't feel like it needed to be such like a bombastic like event type thing it would have been fine just like these five issues or like four issues it would have been I would have been fine with it um mm -hmm. but yeah Batman book <laughs> uh so then I have Human Target this is issue number 12 this wraps up the story um, and I really, really, really liked it. I was not expecting the ending. I don't really want to necessarily spoil anything for anyone, but it was a really good ending. This, like, issue just, like, shows you Ice, like, continuing on and what, like, she does after the poison runs its course through, like, Christopher Chance's human target does he die do they figure it out do you want me to spoil i i can i i'll 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 say spoilers for people but then the spoil it for me i <laughs> i can't just whisper it to you oh okay um people will hear us we're mic'd up right now tell uh, me about it after we finish recording then yeah yeah but good book i had a i had a good time um Surprisingly so. Art was really, really good. Uh, I liked I liked the mystery of it, even though it also was one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, it seems like this person anyway. But like the little curveballs that were thrown. <laughs> I 
<laughs> okay. You ready? Are we next? Okay. Yeah, we're next. We got Rogan Gambit. This is issue number one. Uh, this is another book by Stephanie Phillips. Uh, the art is by Openness. I should have looked this up. Um, Carlos Gomez and David Curell and Frederico Blee does do the colors. Uh, Heather, do you have any any thoughts, feelings? Um, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings. Um, you know, I love I love Gambit. I love you know reading stories. The last Rogan Gambit series that was put Did out. You say I you love love reading stories. Uh, Rogue and Gambit series. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like, is story. Yeah. I, I I love Gambit. I love reading stories. I mean, yeah. I do. Um, I liked the last series of them that was like done, and I think this one's really interesting because it also, you know, ties in with everything that's going on on mm. Krakoa and stuff. But basically, you know, the Rogue and Gambit they they never get to go on dates because that's exactly what happened in like the last series too they were on vacation and then their vacation got like fucked up so they couldn't even do they had to solve all these mysteries first and they couldn't <laughs> enjoy their time together it's so frustrating they just want to go on a date so anyway they're they're uh on a vacation a date essentially um and destiny is like i need y'all to like solve this problem for me so they do it <laughs> they, yeah like okay <laughs> yeah, i didn't i didn't mind this i i probably special ordered this to like read with you and i will not get more than this but it was like fun that's fair I yeah a, i had a good time i was not a fan of art like i had said to you just lots of things that i did not enjoy about the art but that's neither here nor there uh the story was fun so i feel like if you like rogan gambit something like you'll enjoy yeah suppose being that... familiar with what's going on in x-men is also helpful mm -hmm. but maybe not well they do a pretty good job like at the beginning of kind of explaining where where we're at i mm -hmm. guess but it would help to know you know like where rogue has been this entire time like what she's been up to gambit it doesn't matter so much um because I mean, it, he, he died no i know i'm saying it never really matters what <laughs> though because like yeah he he was dead and they brought him back but it's not i maybe he's just like drinking so much because he's traumatized by it i don't know i know he was upset that he couldn't even go on a date <laughs> i mean that was like partially his fault too yeah yeah it's i mean it's always like 75 percent gambit's fault <laughs> uh, but you know it is it was a lot of fun and i am going to read it all because i am a sucker yeah i know i know you yeah that's who i am as a person <laughs> i'm just a big sucker yeah i suck <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna go go ahead okay i have this book it's called all night and every day um i don't remember ordering this 
I remember seeing it in previews and being like, mm, it sounds weird. Um, and it was, it was very weird. It was very, very weird. So it follows uh, main character, Michaela. Um, she is has been spending the last like two years trying to find what happened to her fiance because the day before his, their wedding, he just disappeared. And she has not heard from him since. And uh, on this particular night, her friends are trying to get her out to like go party for a little bit, like let loose. Don't think about this man for just a little bit. It's been two years forget about him type thing mm -hmm. because everyone else has so they end up going to this house and that it's like a it's a weird a weird house so like this only ghosts weird yeah it's like let me see if i can uh they end up trapped in a hellish never-ending house party where death isn't even an escape it's a labyrinth-like uh building it's called banquet hideous and you have to search for an exit, but during, so like every time you open a door, it leads to like a completely different area. And there have been, there are people who have been there for like years and years and years and years because they can't ever find the exit. So it's okay, her. So, no, so like 13th go 13 ghosts in the sense of like the house being wild. Yes. Okay. yes. But it is never ending because apparently the rule is if the house doesn't want you to leave, you won't leave. Okay. So my whole thing is I think that um, you need to face something within the house. And I think the reason why she is the main character of the story is because she ends up finding her fiance who has been stuck here this entire time. And she comes to some realizations about him. So she has to make like a huge life altering decision. And that will either lead her out or keep her there. Okay. Um, it was interesting. I did. I mean, it is a one shot, so it makes sense why it would like move so fast. But I feel like it just kind of skipped a lot in terms of like <laughs> her emotional state, because there's a lot of stuff that happens in here where I'm like, I wouldn't have been able to do that that fast. Like, mm -mm. <laughs> um, but I, it was it was fun. Like it was a fun little story. And I'm glad that it was only a one shot because I don't think that it, you could have made it into more than it was mm -hmm. the only thing <laughs> that i didn't like about this story is the weird nazis <laughs> yeah that's fair that are like torturing young people i thought that was a little weird Why? Uh, is, is there a reason for them or is it just each room in the house is just something different in that room it's apparently just a nazi torture room Okay. okay. I don't know. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Oh, that is a weird one. Uh, all right. Yep. Okay, no, I guess well, that, I'll... Was, that was one yeah. of the things that got me too is like she's trying to save these two young like kids essentially uh -huh. that get taken in there and her fiance is like, nope, nope, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get out. She's like, what are you talking about? We have to save them. Like they're going to die. And he's just like, <laughs> we're going <laughs> like I get it he's been there for a long time but like they're kids yeah at least save the kid try yeah he just like grabs her hand and tries bolting like right away <laughs> it's like they're Nazis you know what they're capable of yeah yeah okay that's all <laughs> I guess on that note 
It's like, should I switch up the books I'm talking about? <laughs> um, I have the Dead Boy Detectives. This is issue number three. A little Dead Boy Detectives are investigating like what's going on with these uh, Thai ghosts. Uh, lots of stuff is kind of revealed here. Don't have a lot to say because I don't really want to ruin anything for anyone. And there's a lot of stuff happening right now. But yeah, looks good. I still enjoy it. I feel like it's not a book you have to read if you're reading like uh, Nightmare Country or any of those, like any, I guess, other Sandman universe books. But I think this this and Nightmare Country are the only ones right now. So mm-hmm. just a fun little off offshoot story. And then next I have Where Monsters Lie. Uh, I probably am just going to take this off my poll. I did not really enjoy the second issue and I did not really enjoy the first issue. So I don't feel like I need it. Bart, Bart's all right. I think that's like probably my favorite part of the book. But just serial killers living in a neighborhood. Uh, their secret gets out. The police come specifically like a cop who is has a past with one of the serial killers you find out um and so like he's on this like mission and in this one like basically all the the cops are like murdered by the serial killers i don't know we know that's gonna happen yeah it's like it's not like bad it's just i'm not like super enjoying it so it it doesn't feel like something i should just like keep reading in hopes that i will like it it's not for you yeah it's not for me which is fine uh not every book is for me you know I really like traditionally like Kyle Stark's books that one is just not it um Mm -hmm. but it's a good lead into the next book which is also by Kyle Stark's uh I hate this place I have fucked this place (laughs) uh just a, a little book about Jeannie Trudy Trudy and her wife. I can never remember her name. We did so well, like one of the last last few times. I know. Oh, G- G- Gabby. Uh, so they move into a house uh, that is left behind for Gabby, and the house is fucked up. Everything around the house is fucked up. There's horrible, like giant spiders that yell help. There are ghosts, there are aliens, there are murders, and in this one, Trudy's family comes back, and they're fucking awful as well. Yeah, they're religious fanatics. Uh, I don't know, I really, I still really, really like this book. I thought it was, I think it's great. I love the introduction of, like, her family, so you kind of see, like, she's been dealing with this, like, her entire life. Which yeah. is why she's so, like, I don't know, fit to handle what's happening. Like, why mm-hmm. she was so good at it, like, all of a sudden. It's because she's been she's been fighting for her life, <laughs> her entire yeah. life. Uh, and then I didn't end up reading the back, like, little article. It's about cult horror. I did. Um, it was very interesting. But then it also has a list of uh, cult movies in there, so... Yeah. I always think I always forget to read these. I didn't even get this far. 
it's um, I'm just like re just reading the books like or reading the list like okay this movie I have seen yes mm -hmm. yeah I was going through that too. Oh, the, the invitation 2015 is in there mm -hmm. there's a lot of really good ones in there my favorite right. is how they do like <laughs> storm drain segment from VHS yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny even though that movie was garbage 94 VHS 94 uh was that the one that came out like last, last year? year yeah yeah i like that one better than the most recent one what was the most recent one i guess i guess the 2021 is the one i liked which was 80 something oh yeah i liked that one i liked that one a lot um and i did like the storm drain segment in the mm -hmm. newest one but overall i was like mm, this is just too long each one was just like way too long anyway there's some good movies on that list <laughs> kind of got sucked into that list for sure uh, <laughs> uh last we have detective comics this is issue 1069 it's real nice uh <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, I read an article like a couple weeks ago that said the number 69 isn't funny anymore. And I don't know who wrote the article, but they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That they're I wrong. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you, Gen Z? <laughs> 69 is so funny. Uh, I'm just going to show the second page of this mm -hmm. book because it, yeah, like Heather said to me in text message, it looks good as hell looks so good oh good the, the um, puzzle pieces over him yeah they're so good i also like the like the flow of like the the story and at that part was really good um i like this i i think this was probably one of the best issues so far in this like story altogether i just really liked how like the pieces are kind of falling into place i like how you know Montoya is kind of seeing things as like they are mm -hmm. um yeah I don't know this book is just really good I had two other than <clears throat> that one spread that you just showed I had like two favorite parts mm -hmm. I guess like this this page yeah that page was good but this panel in particular because of the way he's like vibrating I didn't know if that was a print error at first, but then I was like, no, he's actually like shaking, whatever. Um, and then this page with Gordon where he's just drinking and talking. Yeah. I thought that was like perfect. It was done so well. Yeah, this book is this book is really, really good. Like the mm -hmm. art is the art is really good. Um, I really liked the backup story in this one as well. Uh I I loved like uh yeah just just good good stuff mm -hmm. solid book solid batman book really really good number 69 <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's all the comic book got that's all the comic book talk we got mm -hmm. uh nothing else nothing else because my my words are not working with my body right now not today um <laughs> So yeah, go go to your local comic book shop and buy some comics. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance and you're on on the internet, go grab uh, Mike's comic and check out Weekly Bird uh, Mailing Club. Uh, Are, I'll, I'll is try he to... still Pool Party Six 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 on Twitter? Yeah, I think on Instagram 
that's his handle. And then there is like a separate Twitter for uh, the Wiggly Bird mailing okay. club. Uh, I, I can just sure if it was different. I'll just try to link all this stuff if you're uh, on what's it uh, YouTube because mm-hmm. I'm assuming if you're listening to this as a podcast then you're probably like doing shit where there's no way you can click on things um so yeah you know just use the internet and look those things up you'll you'll find you'll find them mm-hmm. uh and go swear local libraries take care of your friends take care of one another Heather what do you got over there um Harper Collins Union is no longer protesting so if you want to buy Harper Collins books again you're good to do that <laughs> everything is cool <laughs> just wanted to put that out there I just found out uh, earlier today so nice nice there's All been right. a list of books that I've been wanting to buy that I have like been putting off because I'm like I can't do it I can't do it yet it's not fair <laughs> Not for I me. It. I don't. I don't care about fair for me. I mean, for the people protesting. Yeah. No. I. I. I, I understood, but I, okay. I get why. I get why you <laughs> clarified. Understandably so. Um. Yeah. I don't really have anything else. So thanks for listening to us, and you know, we'll see you on the, the flippity flip. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna stop this, and I'll remember to tell you what happened in Human Target here. Uh-